there was some very disturbing audio issues coming from my guest I had on. And the conversations that we had was just too delicious to throw away. If you could just bear through that, it'd be much appreciated. Thank you kindly. How you doing, people? Donnie from Whatever Talk, but this is Challenge Our Beliefs. I recently changed the name to Challenge Our Beliefs because I thought about this. I'm challenging my beliefs as well. It's not just me challenging your beliefs because my beliefs are just as flawed as yours is how I think of it. I have a guest with me, L.M. Archer. Did I say that right? Hello. (laughs) I don't want to mess up two letters. That really made me look like a re-re. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you are author. You write books. Yes, story. I am an author. I write uh, romance books, uh, LGBTQ romance books specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my not my night job. I have a day job, but let's not talk about that. It's much more boring. <laughs> it's not valid. I mean, it's not relevant right now. Unless you want to make it relevant. Not really. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. I don't like to talk about my day job too. It involves me on my knees. I don't like that. No. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about that, I can use that as inspiration. <laughs> I'm a merchandiser, people. Merchandiser. <laughs> I said I'd never get a job on my knees ever again. No. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bills. <laughs> I hey. don't shame. I don't shame people who have to be on their knees for their jobs. I don't shame. I just make fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's cool. So how long you been uh, writing? I've been writing all my life. I didn't start seriously writing until like five-ish or six years ago. It was actually my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, several years ago to do more creative writing. I write poet. I've written poetry most of my life, but I wanted to get into like longer works. So I started an Eminem romance novel called Pull for the Summer, where these two boys meet at a summer, um, like at a party to kick off the summer. Uh, you, you, you sound um, ro- robotish. That's weird. <laughs> <I'm in> my- <laughs> Maybe maybe it's my headphones. All right, try to say something now. Hi, can you hear me better? Yeah, same thing, but it could be just my headphones. I, I, okay, I, fingers yeah, crossed so. it is because yeah. I don't want to sound robotic. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so a few years ago, I decided to just give writing a try again, and people really liked it. So I published my first book in March or no June of. 2020 and I have four books in a novella published now so I've been writing for pretty much my whole life awesome awesome I just started dabbling in poetry this year like earlier this year and I also took my first steps into on a stage of performing in front of people and been doing that for a few months I've read some of your poetry uh what posted in the group that we're in on Facebook together. Um, I really mm-hmm. like it. I really enjoy it. It seems it's very reminiscent of some of the stuff I write about um, losing my faith in a lot of ways. Talking to um, CJ mm-hmm. and she was she was <laughs> she's saying that uh, it sounds like you're 
like you're coming from a place of just, just, uh, we're based in a nutshell, honorary towards the the religion or your faith. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not really that at all. It's just, again, the, the, I, I'm still trying to look for ways to explain it because even explain to myself, other than just, it, I just see it as a source of entertainment. It, it, it has nothing to do with me losing my faith. I, I, I've lost that, like, before my kids was born, <laughs> you know, or at least before my second one was born. Yeah. And yeah so, but I now find uh, it, it entertaining. It's a source of entertainment. Like, I, I, I've been in this mindset of creating my own source of entertainment because I'm tired of looking at the same stuff over and over and over, just played by different characters. Mm-hmm. And it, it all just sounds and looks the same to me. So, I've been on this thing uh, recently about imagination and mm-hmm. how fascinating imagination is. Like when you really think about it, imagination is like extremely fascinating mm-hmm. because it goes as deep to literally physically affecting you, imagination. And I'm talking about not just affecting your body on how, your, how it makes you feel, your mind will literally make you believe that you're looking at exactly what you're imagining. Yeah. So, so it's kind of, then when I think about that some more, uh, um, a friend of mine, my best friend actually who do whatever talk with me, he had, we was talking about religion and he had said something that it went with the conversation. I didn't really think too much of it because it, it, you know, it sounded, you know, I liked what he said. But then during the editing process, I thought about it some more. And he has said, like, a lot of people believe in God, Jesus, slash Jesus, because how it makes them feel when mm-hmm. they pray and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. Thought about it some more. And I was like, well, could it be the way that you feel, feel is fueled by your imagination of what you were told about the religion? Mm-hmm. Like, because if you were never told about god jesus or the bible could you imagine what you're praying to or who you're praying to yeah so i I thought about that i just went in depth about that and since religion is this probably in the top three of taboo of never messing with to anybody in civilization right you can't talk about it you can't even think about it unless you're in it and if you're not in it you're against it no matter what (laughs) you know so so again so i was like hmm rebel jesus birth (laughs) it's the birth birth of rebel jesus and i and i and i when i say when i in my poems when i refer to god i don't refer to him as god i refer to him Mm -hmm. as dad or pops or because i'm taking the persona of this jesus character i created so again it's just a source of entertainment because i find not religious religion itself intriguing even though it is fascinating itself but more so the people who i call blind followers mm-hmm. is way more intriguing than the, the religion itself to me because all right how can you how can you yourself honestly say you believe in something but you can't talk about what you're believing in yeah <laughs> yeah it's actually kind of funny that you um talked about your imagination and stuff because um in the take me to church series which is uh, a 
a series that I'm writing that basically is about two gay kid boys in the South um, who one is super religious and the other one's an atheist. So they get into a lot of theological discussions about religion and deconstructing faith. Um, and one of the very first conversations they have, um, Harlan, who's one of the main characters, says to Luca, the other main character, that um, God is like an imaginary friend for adults. It's basically, you know, this creation, whoever, because everyone sees God differently. They see physically differently, mentally differently, who he is, what he does. They cherry pick the Bible and what he's done in the past. So everyone mm. Mm. <laughs> and um it talks a lot about he compares god to an imaginary friend um which luca gets really offended by at first but he was like how is it different than an imaginary friend you've never seen him you've created him you decide mm. says and what he believes and what he says to you is exactly the same as a child having an imaginary friend which that child somewhat get chastised for having yes <laughs> just like how adults believe other adults is chastising them when we just want to talk or at least they're like me just com converse about your imaginary friend that you call god and protects you and all this stuff but yeah <laughs> yeah they yeah. get a, they get into a lot of theological discussions in my book um but that was the, one of the very first ones and lucas says something along the lines of i have faith and harlan responds with faith isn't facts like you can't use faith <laughs> as a way to say that something is real I could say I have faith exactly real but adults don't believe in Santa like <laughs> plain and simple but faith actually negates it from being real anyway because it defeats the purpose of the word faith if it was real mm -hmm. right well at least that's how I think it because faith means believing in the unseen yeah so if it was, if I was to see God, then I'll, I don't have, I no longer have faith that God exists. I know God exists, which is another issue because how come you out of all people, including the prophets, is the only one that's seen them? Now, if someone says, yeah, I saw God at Walmart, I saw him mm -hmm. They're going to like take them to an institution <laughs> and be like, <locked laughs> exactly. And you, and, you know, you, and you know who else, who, who is, who is taken to the institution? The people that actually believe in God. Yeah. Don't believe the person that says they've seen God, but yet you believe Moses, a story of a person that's supposedly kind of seen God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? But, which he didn't either because. Once he found out that a piece of fire said that he was God, he was like, oh, this is God. I got to turn away, you know, so versus let me see. Is it somebody behind this freaking bush with a megaphone? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I mean, <laughs> the Bible is just an accumulation of stories that was written by men for men as a product of their time. Like you. Yeah. If, if someone said today, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant, but I'm a virgin, that's you'd take them to the doctor and be like, okay, you're clearly not a virgin. Like, I just proved that you're not a virgin, but we didn't have science back then. <laughs> it's much more realistic for a scared young girl. Are you still there? 
Yeah, I'm still here. I'm sorry. I'm just reading a message. My wife. Um, it's much more realistic for a scared young girl to say, "Oh shit, I'm pregnant." <laughs> What am I doing? My husband will, st- or my future husband, my father, whoever is going to stone me to death. I need to come up with some believable <laughs> reason as to why I'm pregnant. And mm-hmm. then, like, okay, well, God, it was God. They can't prove that God didn't do it. <laughs> exactly. Angel, it's 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 whatever. I'm I'm just I'm scared. I'm going to stick with this story. <laughs> and, and then, you know, like, to me, that's way more believable than a virgin birth. <laughs> like, Which they both sound wow. Either way it go, it sounds wow. But people will more hearken to the God version more so than I'm just, I just woke up pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can say, oh, well, people didn't believe her. She was scrutinized, blah, 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 blah. She didn't need people to believe her. She only needed Joseph to believe her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one that was going would kill her if he found out that you know she had uh, had premarital sex with someone else um and he was available i mean <laughs> like what are you gonna say to that <laughs> yeah yeah and which kind of brings me to the um which i am so glad that i finally have a female on the show to talk about this because out of all blind followers I've spoken to and yeah I'm not saying it to be derogatory but that's how people want to take it as derogatory because we got names for everybody right we call them Christians mm-hmm. why can't Christian be a derogatory name for a believer yes. you know <laughs> or why can't believer be a derogatory word for a Christian yeah. you know but I say blind follower you get offended because you you doing exactly what your religion tells you to do is to blindly follow, which I understand why you're a blind follower because your religion tells you to blindly follow. So you're doing that correctly. So can mm-hmm. you do the rest of your religion correctly? If you're going to be a part of this thing, don't just do what you said earlier, cherry pick and then yeah. say, yeah, I believe because this portion says that. Yes. But forget about the other portion because the other portion said I'm a blind follower and not a Christian. <laughs> you know forget I mean? about this whole portion that says I should not mix fabrics. Forget about that. Let's just yes. the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you you speak on the whole being stoned for being pregnant without having sex or whatever and out of all the blind followers that i've spoken to i find it even more fascinating that females period believe in religion in christianity when the religion does not care about females females are not respected at all in the bible none of them and that's including mary no um here's a little background info about me i am from a conservative christian household i wasn't allowed to cut my hair growing up my parents believe that uh women should have hair long enough to dry their husband's feet with um so because there's there's one passage in the bible where mary mm-hmm. dries jesus's feet with her hair mm-hmm. um so I grew up in a very religious household and <laughs> I grew up with the kind of family dynamic where my mom would get a paycheck 
hand it directly to my dad, and then ask for $20 from that paycheck to go and buy us necessities. So it was a very um, sexist environment. And I started questioning that very early. Uh, I am the kind of person who has always questioned things. I am definitely a feminist. And I was just like, why are you giving him your paycheck? And then asking for money from your paycheck. Like, that's your paycheck. And like, <laughs> And my mom was like, well, he's the man of the household. He's got you. You got to listen to your husband. You got to listen to the man of the household. And that just did not compute with me. <laughs> like, even today, I'm, I'm married um, to a man. And like, <laughs> I cut my hair a few years ago into I had a mohawk. And I didn't tell my mom because that's just our, our thing we do. And I saw, did you get permission from your husband to do that? Yeah. And she yelled and she was like, <laughs> She was like, Michael, that's my husband's name. She was like, Michael, why'd you let her do that? Like, you don't let her do anything. You should know your daughter. She she just does what she wants and then tells me about it. <laughs> but my mom, it's just, there's this such, there's such an indoctrination. Like she has, I have two other sisters. They're both older than me. And they're a lot like her. They believe, you know, women should serve the men. They go to church. They're very religious. They're very devout. And it's just, you literally... It's, it's so hard to explain, but you're brainwashed from the moment they give, she gives birth that mm-hmm. you're less than a man, your faith is more important than anything. God, it goes, God, your husband, and then you like it, mm-hmm. there is a hierarchy and you are at the bottom and you need to be yep. okay because that is the place that God assigned to you. Exactly. So and, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, so it's just really interesting about the women in the church and the dynamic in that. But some, you know, females would argue that Mary Mag- Mary Magdalene was an apostle. And while she probably was, that's not what the church teaches. And it doesn't mm-hmm. was. It matters what's in the Bible and what the church teaches, because that is what people shove down your fucking throat. <laughs> so, <laughs> until the church starts teaching that Mary Magdalene was an apostle and had a bigger role in Jesus's life than what the Bible that was written by man says, then I'm not going to, I don't care. <laughs> yep. And, and that's, an, and that's another thing I, I keep forgetting to add, or I believe I mentioned it a, a few times, but um, it keeps getting overlooked. This whole challenge, our beliefs thing um, that I've created to have conversations about religion in particular christianity but our religion whoever want to come to board and talk about it who have, mm-hmm. who have the courage to talk about their own religion <laughs> and to question their own religion like my main thing is going off what the bible says because we're not really going off what society says first we're going off what the bible says and then mixing in the the bits and pieces that society decided to want to pick and choose in with what the Bible says. And that's what we, yeah. and it's kind of like, this is the book that's like running things, not what you believe in per se, but this book, you're, you're taking what you believe in and then reading this book to try to confirm that mm-hmm. what you're saying I mean, or what you're doing, is it okay? Which the book, if it's evil, then the book going to say it's okay. (laughs) For the most part. It goes even further than that because the book 
the Bible itself was the the books within the Bible were chosen by the Catholic Church mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago. They decided which books went into the Bible and which books were less than pleasurable. Like the Book of Thomas, for example, it was it was found with Dead Sea Scrolls, so that should make it pretty you know appropriate for the Bible since everything else in the Dead Sea Scrolls was going into the Bible. But they, the Catholic Church was like, oh, this is less than desirable content. So we're not going to, mm. because, and we're just going to say it, 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 you know, it doesn't go with it or whatever. So we're going to say Thomas was there. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> for example, the Ethiopian uh, church, the church in Ethiopia, um, mm-hmm. have a different version of the Bible because they have the book of Enoch in theirs and that mm-hmm. in our version of the Bible. So it's pretty interesting, like, not only do Christians pick and choose what part of the Bible they want to believe and follow, the Catholic Church picked and, pick and chose what books they wanted to put in the Bible for the Christians to follow. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that, that's what I, that's what I uh, mainly talk about, too. Not just Christianity, but the branches of Christianity, which is Catholic and Baptist and all of them. Like, all of them yeah. are Christians as well, but they did exactly what you just described. Well, I'm not going to go with that one because that would make me a Christian and I don't believe in what Christians say. So I'm going to go with this and now I'm a Catholic. Well, it's interesting you know? because Catholicism was like Roman Catholic was probably the, the birth of Christianity. Um, but when I was growing up, I grew up Southern Baptist, I think, and a very weird sect of Southern Baptist. And that's the thing, like one sect is different from another and they're the same, like they should all be the same. But I remember this um, guy that, like, lived near us, started going to a Catholic church. And my mom was like, oh, he's, he's Catholic. I was like, okay, I didn't know what that meant. And she was like, I was like, well, isn't that Christian? Don't they believe in God? And he, she was like, yeah, but it's a different kind of issue. She's like, they're, they don't really believe in God. She was like, that, he, he doesn't really believe in God. He believes in blah, blah, blah. I was like, and as I got older, and then when I started studying religion, I was like, she's fucking crazy. Like, like it is literally Christian, like, mm. is literally the birth of Christianity. But mm. <laughs> Martin Luther uh, nailed none of his 99 grievances on the door on October 31st, like 18 something or 17 something, which created Lutherism, which is where all of these, um, like baptism, Episcop- Episcopalian, all of those branched off into. So then you have Catholics versus uh, Protestants, mm-hmm. and they all talk about Anglo Saxons, <laughs> and they all Christians and believe in the same God, except they just yeah. go by a different name. Exactly, <laughs> they believe in the same God, but they like even my the churches. So like I'm from a very rural area. And my aunts and uncles, some of them went to a different church. And my mom, and we used to go visit some other churches. And one time I asked my mom, I was like, why don't we go to my cousin's church? And she was like, oh, no, they don't believe the same way we do. And I was like, the church is called Church of Christ. Like, don't they believe in Christ? And my mom was like, yeah, but it's, they believe differently. And I was like, I don't, I just didn't understand. Like, as a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old. I was just like, <laughs> this, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> like, and, and, you, and, and it's so funny that Christians or blind followers don't even have an argument for their own argument. No, they, they just don't. they don't have anything to say other than what your mom just told you. It's like, oh, never mind that. 
that's just the way it is like that's (laughs) literally it's what i always heard that's just the way it is that's just the way we believe that's just you know how it is that's what that's what the preacher says and there isn't any like basis of facts and logic exactly and that's why and that's why i uh, changed the name to challenge our beliefs because your beliefs is just as flawed as mine but you murderously don't believe that no like murderously don't believe that like you were actually murdered me for not believing the way that you believe oh yeah and and it's and it's again again i get it because your your religion actually tell you to do that it's okay to do that your religion is cool but you're not going to question that but then they turn around and they say <laughs> that they're a religion of peace exactly exactly you saying your god is loving merciful and caring which is all titles that humans gave them none of that is in the bible god himself didn't say he was these things in fact he said one thing that i can recall and that's i'm jealous I'm a jealous guy. Yeah. I'm a jealous guy. He said that's that's the only thing that he titled himself that I can think of. Everything else is given to him by man. Like, I don't even hear it in the Bible pretty much uh, too often that oh he's loving, caring, merciful, and all this and this and that. Yeah, I just hear it more so outside of the Bible. But I want to um I want to just go back to the the, the females a little bit. Uh, just because again, why I have one, there's no telling when I'm gonna uh, get somebody, let alone a female, <laughs> get somebody with courage to talk. And I'm, I, I would like to get somebody like some actual believers. I have one who was happened to be a pastor, he says, but I'm hitting them with stuff. It, it's it's in challenge our beliefs. Just scroll down a lot, <laughs> you'll find yeah. the video, but um. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting them with stuff that's directly from the Bible. And he's like, well, hmm, let me go back and let me see I'll what that's I'm like, that up, yeah. oh, my goodness. But you're a freaking pastor, though, man. Like, yeah, I, I'm i not saying you, I'm, you you don't really have to uh, go back and check for real. You probably do. But I'm just saying, like, if you're a pastor, a lot of what I'm saying should stick out and you should be able to pinpoint it when I'm, when I'm talking about. And he couldn't do it. And it got a little heated, and I try not to go that far. And uh, I did apologize. I think I believe I typed it in uh, in the chat that afterwards. I I'm, this one get, got a little heated. I'm sorry about that. And but yeah, I will. I'm going back to the, um, the females in the Bible. How and going back to what you're saying about um, your mom and how they. They just straight up, it's a man's world to them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's passages where they can't, you know how you said it, it's God, your husband, and maybe you after that? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's usually your kids, especially your male kids. And they- <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh especially if you got a female kid, oh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how they can't even pray to God they can't put God first unless it goes through the husband first. Mm-hmm. And this passage is where if you, if your husband do find out that you have prayed to God without his knowledge, somehow he has the anointings to strip that prayer away 
until you get permission from him to pray to God. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And you call yourself, you you willingly believe in this? <laughs> you yeah. willingly choose to believe in this? <laughs> They're so scared of this made up place that is, you know, internal fires of damnation or whatever. They're so fucking scared of that. They'll do whatever they can to, um, and that is include that includes like hating themselves. Like you're taught, like my my dad always said that he wished he had a boy, and that mm. you know he he would have treated I would have been treated differently if I had been a boy. And you that, would have though. You would. Yeah, have. I would have. I one hundred percent would have. <laughs> but as a little girl, that like fucks with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it, would, it should mess with you if you just little period just a little person period yes your yes. parent telling you that like it may be true they just take religion out of it right quick that could be true i wish you were a boy but you that much of an a-hole to actually tell your kid that yeah yeah <laughs> and he never and that's the thing like he didn't think anything was wrong with saying that like he just he was just like, oh, I wish I would have had a boy or I wish you were a boy or especially me. I was the youngest. So like I was like their last chance at a boy and oop, another disappointment, you know, and uh, <laughs> I I, um, oh. I was treated a little bit like a boy with like activities around the house. Like we used to load coal and wood and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, as I got older, my parents were incredibly strict. I wasn't allowed to go to like school dances. I wasn't allowed to do any school activities, nothing like that. But my dad once said that if you were a boy, then I would have let you. Mm. <laughs> and it's be, and like, it all comes down to the fact that women can get pregnant and men can pretend that they didn't, they don't have a, a role in that. Oh, and, and that's all you are in religion. Yeah, and I, and I and I do say religion broadly. I don't know about all the religion, so just but I don't believe in any of them. Mm-hmm. I just find them all. I just find them all entertaining, amusing to me, entertaining. Because, but yes, uh, you say that you you know you're brought up that way, and that's exactly how how I feel. Women and men are programmed to be women and men yeah. within society like you're not programmed to be yourself you women and especially you're programmed to be someone's wife or baby mama yeah you're literally programmed life. to be that from birth which is why you got dang on three five-year-olds playing house the way they play house yeah. because they're programmed to be girls versus being yourself my whole life I was told you know like you have to learn to be a good wife you have to uh, you know do what your husband says be a good wife to him blah 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 you know wait on him hand and foot like that type of thing and like you're literally literally taught that like in religion women are incubators and use the means or prostitutes yeah, or and used as a means to create more followers. Mm-hmm. That's yep. why the Catholic Church with prostitution. Said, yeah, <laughs> with prostitution. Yeah, and like they're either yeah they're either good upstanding, 
um, they're, they're either good at standing wise or they're whores. <laughs> like, there's no one or the other. <laughs> like, also, and- it, 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 it seems like all the women are freaking barren unless it's time for them to be pregnant. In, yeah. in the Bible like no women can have birth like they can't even have the they don't even have the means within their body to become pregnant and unless I mean uh, yeah unless it's time for them to be unless the book says okay God gonna come down and put this uh, make it okay for you to be pregnant and then yeah. it's okay if not if you're not that then you're a whore it's one yeah. of the other. It's one of the other. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, men can fuck around with whoever they want before marriage because there's no way to prove that they did or didn't. Even in marriage, only men. Yeah. I mean, yeah, only women commit adultery. That's it. Adultery is only meant for women. Even today, even in today's world right now, for the most part, like only time men really get in trouble for adultery per se is when uh when he is like personal like if me and you were together you know you catch me and it's a personal issue now and now i commit adultery but through society i'm just being a man yeah well (laughs) now we have like things like dna tests which you know prove that you know he cheated on his wife with this other girl and got her pregnant but at the same time, again, like it's just you being a man. You're mm-hmm. you're doing what dudes do. You stick your exactly. And like and BS <laughs> coming from a man is straight and, BS. <laughs> yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. It's not fair to men to have that stigma on them because not all men are that way. But women, if as soon as like you sleep, as you're not the further your number goes up, the more you're a whore. But men mm-hmm. same number. The same body or whatever they call it. And it's just this double standard and it exists because of religion. (laughs) 100%. Far as I can go back through all my research, that's what it stems from. Religion. This adultery thing that only affects women. It stems from religion as far as I can go back. Specifically Christianity because a lot of the ancient religions Mm -hmm. um, loved sex. They had same-sex relationships women could in control there was in control of their sexuality uh and things of that nature it wasn't until christianity took root and then of course the middle ages and the the medieval times um that's when shit really started to hit the fan and it just like stalled our progress as humans and that comes down to religion and I think it comes from, which it sounds strange. It sounds funny too, because I want to touch on this too. Um, how the, the I want to say the, I want to say like the first four to six books of the New Testament are the exact same thing, but tweaked out just slightly <clears throat> if you pay attention to it. Matthew, and, Mark, Luke, and John all tell the same story about Jesus, and and it's tweaked out just slightly. Because I, I get the notion of you can get enough people to tell similar stories that it got to be true, right? Well, <laughs> each time Judas becomes um, like more and more evil, he becomes more of the villain in each one. Um, and it's clearly that 
the Catholic church and man reading the first one and then being like, okay, we need to make this worse (laughs) and and so forth and so on. Um, And, but yeah, like in the five book, like the five main books of the new Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's, it's kind of interesting of some of the changes. Like one of them will say that like two women found Jesus and another one would say that it was Mary and, Mm. And then another one will say that the townspeople found him or something like that. There are just so many inconsistencies in just those five books alone, which are supposed to be tales of the same event. Y'all all hung with this cat, right? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all hang with him? Y'all all was hanging around Jesus all the time, right? So how do yeah, y'all I tell mean, something different? <laughs> I think it's, it's normal for perspectives to have a different take on things like that's a very normal thing that's why eyewitness testimonies aren't considered like even in law eyewitness testimonies aren't considered something that is valid in a lot of ways because the way that your (laughs) mind works you forget stuff but you're basing your entire fucking religion Uh, your philosophy the way you live your life on eyewitness (laughs) hundreds of years ago that aren't valid (laughs) but you're telling me that like I am a horrible person, I'm going to hell because of eyewitness testimonies from hundreds of years ago that were written and passed down in different languages. <laughs> like we're talking, there's so many ways for this to go wrong and has gone wrong. The translation is wrong now. The, the context of which you read something is wrong now. Like it's just uh-huh. like one word now versus 50 years ago, even is a different word. Like the the word fag for example used to mean cigarettes mm-hmm. still does for homosexuals so still does <laughs> yeah it still does in like other uh-huh. in other countries and stuff so it's it's really interesting of how like they they just are like oh yeah this is this is what's written we have to abide by it but they just don't take into consideration all of these factors like <laughs> Harry Potter was written, but you don't see me going and worshiping Hermione Granger as lovely as she is. <laughs> like, <laughs> which, since you bring that up, which you should have all the right to, which because um, it's um, it's a religion to some folks. I mean, like I, my, my you... auntie, uh, my, okay. my my auntie, my auntie used to say uh, a lot about what your what your parent, your mom. You tell me about your mom was saying about. Catholics, although they just do it differently. I used to be a Mormon, roll with them. I ain't never had the suit and all that stuff, but yeah, I went with them. My auntie used to tell me that, uh, yeah, you know that's a cult, right? We, we <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's a cult, but I'm like, um, every single religion is a cult. In fact, yeah. if I could bring you, me, them, and just say we all believe in Dragon Ball Z that's now a cult yeah <laughs> but people don't want just depends want... on how many followers you have <laughs> exactly so every single religion is a cult also every single religion is a mythology mm-hmm. but yet we call greek roman uh celtics uh norse all of them are mythologies even though you just go back to the roots of your religion you have talking animals too. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so interesting because people are like, 
oh yeah a virgin birth is totally believable an angel coming down yeah that's totally can happen but the moment that you mention another creation story for a god that you know they don't believe in they're like oh that's absurd whoever heard of getting pregnant by a magic flower and i'm like it's literally the same thing (laughs) even though yeah in fact, oh the mythology in the Bible is just borrowed from other religions. Oh my! Jesus Christianity, <laughs> the Bible, going off from the King James version, it sounds straight like a lot of Greek mythology. Oh yeah, we got we got this the. This isn't the first person to be resurrected. Horus was um, another Egyptian god. Was I think it's Osiris. Um, what what like, about Adam? You don't you don't you don't hear the talks about it, but one can like put two and two together and theorize that. You mean to tell me Adam and Eve or wasn't retro- resurrected at least once or twice because yeah they knew how to survive out there by themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm quite sure that something ate them or something bit them, which got them you know poisoned or. They didn't know what a cliff was and decided to fall off of it by accident. Well, you know? Adam and Eve had two sons, Cain and Abel. Who the fuck did they breed with? Their mom. They were <laughs> born in their mom. That's, that's, they was born in their mom. Way, that's the yeah. only like explanation other than maybe God creating some other random ass people. Or, you know, there's a whole um, Lil, the belief in Lilith um, being Adam's uh. wife. Um, oh my goodness that's why i go off what the bible says versus what other people want to make up but i like to reference other stuff like to say like well hey yeah like the ethiopian um bible like you mentioned earlier yeah they um they have pretty much the same books that we have but more and i get why enoch i mean they added the book um, of enoch which is a apocalyptic piece of apocalyptic literature uh, about a man named Enoch going through like basically a vision of the apocalypse I think is what it is I read it at one point in um in uh college because I had a class on apocalyptic literature it's pretty interesting uh, but um but there's also things like I guess that I mentioned the book of Thomas and that one's like less than favorable because <clears throat> it like well there's the emphasis of Tom Thomas in the book of Thomas and one depicts Jesus they both depict Jesus at different stages of life one of them claims that jesus had a brother or a sister which is definitely plausible given that mary was young joseph was young <laughs> let's just go let's like, just go with let's just go with duh yeah and then um <clears throat> but at one point jesus um i think he like to prove that he's this magical being he kills somebody and then the whole people in the town who saw it like freaks out and then he makes uh, bond as a way to like that's the situation like i don't know uh, something a kid would do i heard i heard yeah. oh i'm sorry so i'm yeah, sorry it just, it just depicts jesus in like a <laughs> less than favorable light so um, oh man like, yeah we don't want that book in there <laughs> it's fine that, that's hilarious that sounds something like oh uh, what the government would do yeah. i mean it's definitely like to me, it's a definite kid way of reacting to something like, oh, I killed somebody. <laughs> Let me make these kids go blind while I resurrect them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I have I have heard of that story before, which, of course, is not in the Americanized Bible. No, it's not in any Bible. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, but I have heard of that story before. And uh, what I got from the Book of Enoch is I didn't read. I only uh, I only got through one, but I haven't read mm-hmm. the other three. It's, it's four of them, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got uh, read the other three yet, but the the one, the first one that I have read, I got that Enoch pretty much dines out God, like he tells on him. He like. I get that it was another civilization before Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. I I get that this so-called all-knowing God is not all-knowing. He because if he did, he would have stopped the so-called angels for doing what they did. Cause they actually they made a pact in secret to do what they did in the book of Enoch. And then mankind also gets punished unjustfully, just like I feel like Adam and Eve got punished unjustfully. And they had no idea that what they're about to get into was was a sin. Yeah. But but God does His loving and merciful thing that He always does, and take it out on us anyway. I mean, he <laughs> everybody according to Noah's the story of Noah's Ark, which there's yeah. no archaeological evidence that that ever happened. There's no geological evidence that that ever happened. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, about that. <laughs> nothing in the Bible that I have can is tangible. I have yet to hear or read about anything tangible from the Bible, Old no, Testament or New Testament. The only thing that I can say is way more plausible, and it is in the Bible, is aliens exist. <laughs> yeah. It is in the Bible. In fact, it describes your God as being one of those aliens because the alien told them, told your one of the, the prophet that I am your Lord. And yeah, he describes I mean, he describes what he looked like. The Bible definitely <laughs> talks about other gods as well. Oh uh, my goodness. Yeah, I was gonna get on that. It constantly references <laughs> other gods. Which so, is why he says. I'm the one that you should be praying yeah, to. Like no other one. <laughs> uh, like that's something I actually have a discussion in one of my books about the Ten Commandments and about how like how one <laughs> you're making these ten moral codes, but you don't include genocide, rape, slavery. <laughs> like you literally just obey your parents. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And <laughs> if you if you don't obey your if you don't obey your parents, like you do have the right to have your kids stoned to death. Yeah, your God yeah. set that in motion. Or you know, selling <laughs> your daughter to slavery—that's oh. okay. But heaven forbid you use God's name in vain or whatever else it's in there. Like I, the Ten Commandments crack me up. (laughs) I was going to send you my, uh, my two latest poems because Mm -hmm. they talk about a lot. I talk about what you just said, your your virgin daughters, which that, that, (laughs) that day go lot. Oh my goodness. (laughs) i've started a series of poems that are written from the perspective of biblical stories but making Mm -hmm. god the kind of the evil person so one of them is jonah in the well and it talks about how jonah wasn't even drowning and he didn't need to be saved but now god has captured him into this beast's belly and now he has to ask god to save him from something that god put him in (laughs) which is is all very true it's I have a poem about that in specific because I found that uh, and like I have another one called the Ark, which is a mm-hmm. text 
uh, Noah's Ark, uh, but I'm starting this series of poetry that's basically biblical stories told the, from the perspective of people who are like, why did you do this? <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, but like, again, here you are willingly believing in this. Yeah. And then get mad when questions arise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I um, I have a vivid memory of when I was little, I asked my mom about what was bigger, Noah's Ark or the Titanic, because I had just watched Titanic in my fifth grade, whatever class. And my mom was like, oh, I'm not sure. Why don't we ask, you know, the, the, pre- the preacher? And I go up to him and I was like, what was bigger, the Titanic or Noah's Ark? And he's like, he goes to the Bible and like reads a passage and he's like, well, the, the Noah's Ark was said to be like a hundred, whatever. It's like a, the size of a football field. And I was like, so the Titanic was bigger. And he said, uh-huh. well, how did God get all of these animals? <laughs> we know why. We know why he's smaller God. Than the Titanic. <laughs> well, and yeah, and his answer was basically anything can happen through God. You just <laughs> And I just, even as, as a, how old would I would have been like eight, as an eight year old, I was like, that is an acceptable answer. I need evidence. I need facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I, again, I get a lot of the reason of why blind followers act the way they act. Because again, if you're choosing to believe in this religion, then I get it. Your religion tells you to do everything the way that you're acting right now. Your religion tells you to act like that you, and be that way. Again, I get it, but I don't get this is this is the, the fascinating part about it is that you wouldn't like this done to you, but you blindly follow this because you believe because you're fearful. You're fearful of death. Yeah, you're not taught thinking <laughs> skills. And religion becomes a safety blanket for a lot of people because they're so scared of death and what goes beyond imagination. They use it as an excuse, like, oh, imagination. This this little <laughs> kid, yeah, imagination. This little this <laughs> my niece who's eight years old died of cancer. A god just wanted an angel early. Uh, I'll meet <sighs> and like it my helps goodness. them. It helps them <sighs> process. I think in a lot of ways. Like my dad died a few years ago, and my sister and mom are still like very they haven't gotten past it and i think a part of that is because of religion because they're like oh we'll see him again someday in heaven and it just and me i'm just sitting here like he's he's dead he's gone like i love my dad i do feel bad for people who die but they're gone like what am it, i why would i dwell on, and you i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead, no, I'm go sorry. ahead. just why would i dwell on someone that is gone like like it just doesn't make any it's illogical to me and you're not taught critical thinking skills though <laughs> yeah and, and again yeah i feel that I, I don't want anybody to die and i feel that you feel a whole lot worse than what you're leading up to be because nobody who claims to be this believer that they say they are believes wholeheartedly nobody mm-hmm. because in my opinion uh it sounds mocking but it's a real legit question for you to so-called, because as being a believer, part of your duties to being a believer is to get other followers, right? Mm-hmm. Which that's not what I'm trying to do here. Doing this, uh, recently I had a, uh, put up a post about <laughs> eating, uh, eating 
medium rare meat or blood is a sin, which biblical times it is a sin mm -hmm. but then they're gonna people say oh well that's not blood that you're eating it's something else and blah 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 and do your research and blah blah cool okay fine that could be true but you're still not questioning me you're still talking at me versus i just stated so many times that okay that probably is the process now but then you think they knew how to freaking slaughter meat the way they want knew how to slaughter meat then? That's with yeah. if if that be the case, if that be the case, why would it need to be a warning not to eat blood? Why would it be a warning don't ingest battery acid on here? Because somebody, one of you freaking re-reads is going around licking battery acid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> The thing of like so to me there are way there's a way more logical explanation as to why that role is in the Bible. And that is because back in the day they didn't know how to cook meat properly. And like they didn't realize that you could eat certain meats raw, but other meats you couldn't eat raw. So they just said, let's make them all be cooked properly. And it's a sin not to cook them properly because we want you guys to keep living and keep having babies to spread the word. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that that but makes way more sense to me than you know, oh, this is a sin, so we got to keep saying it's a sin. Like, you know, like it, yeah, it, it was at that moment I found out that people don't understand the difference between debating and conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to argue with anyone, nor am I trying to convert anyone or get anyone to change their mind about something. If anybody trying to get uh, trying to get their mind changed is I, because I'm the one that has the questions about why you blindly follow this and you can't tell me anything other than belittle somebody, which is me, into try to thinking, making them think that since you don't believe, you're the ingrate. Yeah, the less <laughs> of them, yeah. Yeah, so I found out, I found out then, that's when, like I said, just said, and then, uh, I put a lot of posts out in, though, in, in that manner. But again, the first thing that humanity goes to is to be mad first mm -hmm. and then make the comment versus, well, why would, why do you think that? You know what I'm saying? Versus sparking the conversation about what it is that I just posted up. You just, hey, I'm stupid. You're stupid for saying that because here's the information about how meat is slaughtered and, that, and that's not blood. Well, again, you really like think they had that technology <laughs> back then. Yeah, yeah. You, you really think that technology was made, made back then. And yeah. according to, uh, I could probably, probably maybe think why you would probably think that, but I don't think you can think like that. But according to science, wasn't the pyramids built before religion? So religion, <laughs> they so, were but, but but yeah, but I'm just but I'm just yeah. saying like they had the technology to do that. So maybe they were smart enough to know how to slaughter me. But it's That's nowhere true. written back then that they knew how to slaughter me. They just was going around being bloodthirsty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So well, I mean, this well, is the, this is from the religion that thinks that they like symbolically drink the blood of Christ every week. So <laughs> and. And, and one of those, like you said, in one of those books in the Old Testament, the blood, it actually turns into blood. It yeah. actually turns into flesh. And yeah. going back to Judas, Judas 
was a-okay until he touched the bread that guys that jesus said hey the one i pass this to that's who is going to be the one who do it it was then yeah. where the book said that's when this devil jumped into judas i saw you mean to tell judas me? is he was necessary if he didn't do what he did then christianity wouldn't fucking exist <laughs> I, I mean i get i get <laughs> that but at the same time it's like so if you if if this book says what i just explained so that means to tell me that that's just god again tempering with someone's free will because it is giving the it's it's, it's implying that Judas wasn't didn't even have intentions on doing what he said he was going to know what Jesus mm-hmm. said he was going to do until you pass him the bread and that's when the devil supposedly jumped inside him well was- <laughs> Judas had his own book actually that again wasn't made into the canonical text of the bible mm-hmm. um but it it basically depicts Jesus Judas as Jesus's most loyal follower and they actually have a conversation in it. Him and Jesus actually have a conversation in it where Jesus tells him to give him up to the Romans because it needs to happen or in order for um, everyone's, yeah, in order for everyone's sin to be forgiven and for him to die for everyone's sin, the, the, these events have to happen. So making G- Judas this evil, horrible devil bad guy is ridiculous because if it wasn't for Judas, starting the events that led to Jesus' crucifixion, none of this would be happening. Like, you wouldn't... That, like, <laughs> that, that's also stating that this so-called will that y'all are following of God, yeah. that since nobody knows what God's plan is, which, which you know is will, though, that don't make no, make no sense to me. No. But <laughs> because that will and plan is, isn't that the same thing? <laughs> free will free will and god no, no. cannot coincide they're they, they cannot you can't b- both believe that god has a plan and that humans have free will there's no way no 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 uh, i know i'm saying i'm <laughs> what i'm saying is you're following god's will but mm-hmm. you don't know god's plan yeah how can how, <laughs> how can that be like you yeah. have if you're following his will then you know his plan then yeah, because that's that's what a will is. When we write a will, yeah, to leave for our loved ones, that's our plan to leave mm-hmm. for our loved ones. So when you say things like that, that again, you don't have an argument for your own argument. So yeah. you just say anything that you like. A, you're literally like a kid. The first thing that comes to your mind, you spat it out without no thought about it. Yeah, and, and just repeating stuff that people have already said to you. So over like, and over and all over. All you hear growing up is like, "Oh, God has a plan. It's okay. Everything's gonna work out. It was God's plan that this happened to you. That you know, you grew up without indoor plumbing. That was God's plan. But the moment that you, like, the moment that you say, "Well, you know, was it God's plan for was for really women to be person? women?" Yeah. Or yeah, was it God's plan for women for her to get pregnant at 16? And they're like, no, 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 that was her free will. She was responsible for that. She shouldn't have opened her legs. Like, pick one. So if this guy and it then all goes on to the question that not only non-believers have, but the question that also believers have too is that okay, I'm flying, God's will is to take me why y'all coming with me yeah <laughs> and then it comes down to 
if it's God's plan, then the fact of the matter is he is creating humans just to be tortured in hell because it was his plan all along for you to go to hell. So it comes down to this, it just comes down to this huge issue between free will and God's plan because you can't have both. But the church and people who are religious will use both as an arguing mechanism. But Mm -hmm. have both. It's either God has a plan and is damning people from the moment they're born and there's nothing they can do to change that. Or you have free will and God isn't all knowing, nor does he care about the people that he is, that ends up being damned. Mm -hmm. Because all it would take is for God to be like, hey, bro, don't do that. And then someone, okay, Mm. tell me not that he literally just told me, I mean, it wouldn't take very much for him to, you know, save these people that these creations that he supposedly loves. And he- Especially the true believers, especially the ones that believe wholeheartedly. You got protection. It wouldn't make any sense for him to like for you to have to decipher these stupid little clues from an ancient book. That's the decision whether or not you're going to heaven or hell. Like it just it it feels very juvenile to me. It feels like you're playing a game with a toddler and there's no winner. He is. He (laughs) is. He's a freaking God is immature. Oh, he's we like to say. God is freakishly immature. And this whole thing, like, am I the only one that basically that, that said like that read that basically Jesus is reciting parables on purpose, purposely? Like mm-hmm. he's purposely deceiving you. And that's what he told, and that's what Jesus himself said in the book. But again, it's kind of like this, this is this is what I do, because this has been brought up too. Uh, a few times uh and you said it too how the translation because i find it funny that you can speak this language fluently but you can't read it fluently to translate it yeah. <laughs> you know but so when that's what i do when i read the bible and i suggest that to other folks too since we've been going about it this whole time up until the time i just realized how realized it is that when you read the Bible, people try to translate what they read versus just reading it. It's already translated for you. Why mm-hmm. are you trying to translate something that's already translated and you know you don't know how to translate nothing? <laughs> so you're trying to translate something that somebody else has already translated for you, for your understanding. And by you translating to me, that tells me you're questioning your own faith because you're choosing not to believe what you read word for word you would rather read it take out what you take out a couple of words that you read and or add other words that you that wasn't even yeah. there of what you read and now that's a translation that you got from what he meant was what he meant was like how can you know what anybody means from text which is why we get so confused or start arguments when people start testing back and forth. Well, you're <laughs> basically these people are basing their lives, their children's lives, the fate of others and how they interpret a book that authors can't come on and say, yeah, I meant it to say, I meant it this way. Like the authors are dead. They're gone. They never existed. <laughs> like they're basing the world the, the laws, the, their lives, their families, their wives, like they're basing all of these things on the way they 
or their preacher interpreted a book that was written hundreds of years ago. And it just, it makes zero sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> not only written, not only written hundreds of years ago, but been revised multiple revised. times within those hundred years ago, which it, is my my perspective of a revival or a revised yeah. version is basically yeah. exactly what you said. Oh, w- what Jesus really said was well, blah, I blah, mean, blah. Some, of, <laughs> some of the ancient texts were written in Hebrew. Some of them were in Latin. Some of them were in languages that we don't even use anymore. And so these texts have been like passed down and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and translated from this language to this language to this language to this language. And then not only that, you're, then now you're basing and it's all interpretation. So it's like, hey, like I had a friend of mine that I was talking to about the Ten Commandments and we were talking about the thou shall not put no God, God before me. And I was like, well, that just, that is saying that other gods exist. <clears throat> and she was like, oh no, I interpret that as um, other things people worship like money. And I was like, well, it's great that you interpret it that way, but others interpret it this way. So why do, why does one or two people get to decide how we read this and how we interpret this when everyone's interpreting it differently and people are basing their entire moral code off of this thing that they interpreted one way? This makes no sense. Exactly, exactly. Yes. I was talking to somebody today about sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it really like what exactly is a blessing and what exactly is a sin as far but touching on the sin again this is all stemming from mainly the north american king james version of the bible because for what i get from the world is that that is the religion that's running the planet for the most part for the most part i also going thinking about how Adam and Eve are nowhere near as significant as they should be being the first two humans to mm-hmm. populate the planet. Because the only thing we know about them is they got in trouble, kicked out, had a couple of kids. Yeah. They should be way more significant than that, in my opinion. So it had me thinking about what exactly is a sin? Because I don't think that Adam and Eve were the first two humans. I just think they were the start of another project or the next project in mm-hmm. his mind or whatever so yeah. it's like so what exactly is a sin and how does god know that this is a sin before it's committed he would have to experience it first to realize he don't like this That's right concept yeah so how how did he know to come up with this stuff to tell Adam and Eve what not to do if he had yet to experience what not what he don't like done yeah I mean you're just giving my that point (laughs) I mean I think it's all just stories so of of course I I believe it's all just stories too but again like I said I'm entertaining myself but if like if you were to believe it how how would you what could what would happen in a way for you to believe this actually happened? Yeah, I get what you you're saying. Yeah, yeah. you're justifying. If you had to believe this, this is the only way I would believe it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? You explain it to me more than I can explain it to myself to other people. Because that's just exactly good it. That. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's exactly it. Like if I if again I don't 
I believe it enough to make fun of it and to be and to entertain myself with it, you know, but I don't believe it on the aspect of if I die, I'm going to hell. Hell is not even created yet. Yeah. Also, if I die, if I, I could be the most baddest, meanest dude on the planet, I still have a chance to get in God's grace yeah. after death because that's where Jesus supposedly had went in those at least one of those three days he was gone after he died yeah. to the spirit were to talk to the spirit to convert mm-hmm. them again. So this whole thing about everybody, actually, in my opinion, you are actually condemning yourself within your own religion, condemning other people to hell. <laughs> the way you convince people, you say, I mean, it, it comes down to like, uh, people have asked me, they're like, oh, well, you don't believe in God. So why do you like joke about hell so often? Like I always say, oh, I'm going to hell for this. And the answer is simple. Like, you don't believe that Freddy or Freddy Krueger exists. Like, mm-hmm. you know the story. But you, it still doesn't stop you from thinking, oh, he's going to come into my nightmare. Like, oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. You know it, it doesn't exist. Like, you know Santa doesn't exist. But you still write from Santa on your kid's present. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the same concept. And she was like, oh, you just explained it so well. I never even thought about it like that. I was like, it's the, it's the boogeyman. It's the, it's the things that you know logically aren't real, like a story that you watch on TV. But I still refer, like Lilo and Stitch aren't real, but I still reference Stitch. I still reference Baby Yoda in my regular life. But I know they're not real. Exactly. <laughs> We do as humans and she was like oh I never even thought about it that way it just kind of goes down to it go, goes back to that like this this creating things for yourself uh, uh, exactly I feel like if you believe in God you should absolutely believe in anything else <laughs> anything else if you believe in God why don't you believe in aliens because the Bible gives way more evidence that aliens exist more so than it does God and or Jesus is, yeah. in, or existed. If you believe in God, why don't you believe in the Loch Ness monster, the <laughs> Bigfoot? And, I mean, uh, I have more belief that. in Bigfoot than I do in God, to be honest. There's more evidence. But, but I'm, I'm <laughs> but you want to know why? Because Bigfoot leaves more evidence yeah. in the real world that he yeah. probably <laughs> does exist more so than God left anything yeah you yeah. know you know i came across this thing this passage not a passage this uh this article about <laughs> again this is like the epitome of what it means to be a blind follower blindly following something and without question is that this article said we have <laughs> we have Jesus's foreskin. I'm like, okay, let's just say this. Why would you want that? Yeah, I'm just about to say this. Let's just. I like. I like to hit people with their own words in 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 when it comes to conversation. Is that okay? Let's go with it. You do have Jesus's foreskin. You have his birth certificate and his blood DNA to under to know that this is Jesus's blood uh, foreskin. Also, why? Why does this foreskin, this little bitty skin, piece of skin, flesh, has not deteriorated yet? Even though when you die, your body yeah. deteriorates. It also proves <laughs> that Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. But again, 
the epitome. This is like the epitome of blind following. It's like, mm-hmm. I can say this and you will believe in it. Like, even if, let's just say I am Jesus, right? I am the Jesus. And this was back in Jesus's day. Mm-hmm. I'll walk up to you and tell you that I am Jesus, that God, that God character that people be telling you about, I'm his son. Yeah. How in the world that the next city know or cities away know who you are because you're not carrying picture ID. There's no way for anybody to identify who you are. So yeah, you are Jesus then. Yeah. And, <laughs> and even then, like it was it was such a small little like sect of the world that Jesus, his world was very small and how he existed. And the only reason why it's it's so grown since then is because of you know conquering that the Romans did. Well, Constantinople or Constantine, fuck him, but Constantine decided <laughs> suddenly he believes in God, even though he was never really Christian. He was just like, Oh, I believe in this God on Monday and then this God on Tuesday. <laughs> and then we'll just we'll scribble Jesus in on Sundays. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because that is his day right so that's literally it how it <laughs> happened well actually it would start off on saturday but we're not going to get into that anyway <laughs> um, so <laughs> but that's literally how it happened constantine just suddenly decided he believed in god and he was going to stop persecuting christians and then constantine created the roman catholic church and then they started conquering all these nations and suddenly christianity was widespread and this is the like the only reason why Christianity is as widespread as it is is because of death, because of the crucifixion, because they were oh not one, believing. <laughs> one, <laughs> like there's like, so much death that surrounds yes. Christianity. And when you think about it, one of my theories is that the devil that's explained in the bible which you don't really hear about this cat no. too much in the new testament or the old testament it's most mostly definitely. in dante's inferno which is yeah, the exactly. fiction of the bible but let's not talk about that either <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, let, hey before i say what i'm about to say that's that imagination thing again nowhere depicts how the devil looks but yet this cat no. got horns back wings hooves again that's from paradise Lost, dante's <laughs> inferno which are fanfics Im- of the bible imagination is fascinating right so but uh, one of my theories is that the devil is impersonating god and or jesus in the bible new and old testament because again this all loving merciful caring god is doing the most devilish stuff in the bible and like every single bloodshed every single war is orchestrated by God in the Bible. It was so funny about it is that nothing, leave it to a blind follower, nothing is done without the power of God. You can't breathe, you can't wake up, that alarm clock is not waking you up, it's God waking you up. You can't do nothing without the power of God, but the moment something you don't like is the devil. Oh yeah. When you think about it, okay, again, let's roll with that. Okay, stuff you don't like is the devil, but guess what? The devil is employed by God. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he doesn't do anything without devil. getting the permission first. He got to yeah. get permission first. 
People so, have made the devil as powerful as God. They have made him a god in and of himself because he has all of these powers. And they don't see it. <laughs> they literally just don't see that they have made the devil into a god in and of itself. Or they have to, they either have to say that, yes, devil, the devil is a god and he has control over people's lives. Or they have to admit that God is in control of the devil and he chooses not to stop the devil and he chooses for people to sin. Like they exactly goes back to the free will and, and and God's plan debate. Like they they won't <laughs> so they get stuck in this weird like like it just those two things can't exist again together. Like they just can't do it. I believe I believe choice. Well, I believe not having a choice is an illusion mm-hmm. because the Bible will lead it to you only have two which is rare, you only have one really, but the other choice is to not believe, but to not believe biblically is a death sentence. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like either I invoke fear, which is that's what God does. He is a get down on lay down type of character. You're gonna believe in me or you banish from life mm-hmm. period, from existence period. So that's where I, I goes back to, I believe, I don't believe, but I one of my theories is the devil is impersonating them because it, a lot, especially in the New Testament, uh, it's a lot to do with fire. And what is fire? Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Baptism is death by fire, birth by fire. Mm-hmm revelations the heavens and all the host in it is going to burn and melt down that kind of tells you that god loses right (laughs) if the heavens burn down and everything in it melts away but you calling that the new world um that's kind of telling you that god lost <laughs> in my opinion, yeah. go that so it's a lot of again, it's kind of like the the believing of the lesser of two evils. People blame Eve for what earth is saying. now. Yeah, yeah, what what the what how we live in now. But again, if it wasn't for the so-called serpent that supposedly God sent forth to do what he did even though he claimed all that that wasn't me that wasn't me but they blame the serpent for they blame the serpent and eve for everything when the serpent didn't tell a lie at all in all in fact all in fact and i say fact because the bible says this god was the one straight up lying to you from the very beginning Mm-hmm. And the only thing he said was, no, nah. matter of fact, the snake said it. No, that was a lie. If you eat this, you will gain some knowledge. That's all. He didn't say, you better eat this. Or he said, go and eat this. He didn't say that. Eve chose to do, to take, partake of whatever that was on the tree. Just like both of them. Well, I want to say one. Because I don't even think Eve was even created when he told Adam, you can have everything here, but this this tree. I think it was just Adam there. Yeah. So Eve didn't even know about this freaking rule. She just was there. Yeah. And she just, and she, 
this thing that we call, which is what, what they label as a very evil thing, try to scare people for thinking, which is curiosity killed the cat. Well, no, mm-hmm. she just became what we call curious and curiosity births intelligence, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So where where is where is this stuff coming from? Like blind followers, you still have yet to give me anything about why you believe. You just keep going to passages and passages and passages, which is this whole debt that we all have that none of us asked for. We're paying for our forefathers' debts and it had nothing to do with us. Yeah. <laughs> and it states I'm getting the sense of the more you suffer, the more you become more favorable in God's eyes, which is stated there too in the Bible. It's yeah. stated the more you suffer, the more pain and suffering you go through, that is you, again, unwillingly, because you didn't ask for this debt that Jesus has paid for, that Jesus has paid mm-hmm. for. You didn't ask for it. But the more you suffer, the more pain you go through, the more you become favored into God's eyes. How none of that sounds loving, merciful, and caring. None of that sounds, it sounds like again, your your God wants you to fear him versus love him. He doesn't care about your love. He wants you to fear more so than anything, but I'm the bad guy for just having thoughts about that, though. Yeah. So if God is real, he is an abusive father who rules by fear and control. And that particular passage in the Bible that you were just talking about, about how God favors those who suffer or whatever, that was written just to keep people believing. Mm Mm-hmm believe in a god that's yep. like my parents used to reference that all the time because we were incredibly poor we didn't have food we didn't like we were just, <laughs> and they used to reference that all the time they were like god's punishment oh. we're going to be we're going to be rewarded in heaven and i was like that's just your way to explain our shitty circumstances in our shitty situation and not blame god for it but yeah, that's exactly, exactly. <laughs> that is what I was, I'm going to end with. Um, so, cause I could talk about this all day. <laughs> oh, I can too. I will. I thank you. Thank you. Cause you are the first female that I've talked to about this. And I will, I always wanted to get a female's perspective on, on this because yeah. again, like you're you're not respected at all in this religion no. nowhere near I'm, respected i'm not religious obviously so i think it would be interesting to get like someone like my mom's perspective on it a female that is religious hey that, i would love to have her own yeah that does that does oh no don't go have my mom on. that does believe in that <laughs> uh 100 percent didn't jesus take a chance with people and talk to them <laughs> Well, my mom doesn't even have internet or, uh, so, um, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I had a lot of fun. I don't get to talk about religion so freely that often, uh, except within my series, my book series, which talks a lot Mm -hmm. about and faith and deconstructing it. Uh, but I think it's always fun to talk about it. Oh yeah. I, I, I find it very fun to talk about, especially when you're not, um, especially when you can actually 
talk about it versus yeah. the other person being mad about what it is that you thought yeah. about. Not saying mm-hmm. that I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying, hey, this is what I thought about. And I was going to close out by saying, uh, even if God was to come down here right in my face right now, I, like I can literally watch him come down from the sky. He say this, that he is God. I'll be like, cool, awesome. You do as is. I yeah. probably still wouldn't roll with him just no. because of how bloodthirsty he is. No, fuck that. No, exactly. I'm anywhere still, near someone who I, thinks I'm less than because I'm a woman. Exactly. <laughs> I still wouldn't roll with that cat. But no. it's, it's, it's thank you. And now I know you're real now, though. That's what you're not going to tell him to get the fuck away from me. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, because, hey, no, I hope you leave me alone, though, because you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be just get down a lay down type character. Now, also, people, again, give this a try. The next time you read the Bible or decide you want to go through your spiritual religion way or whatever or get find it intriguing as I do, read it. Read it and don't translate it read each word how it's laid out to make that sentence don't yes. add any words don't take any words out don't, don't interpret try to tr- it differently yeah don't try to think about what he's trying to say because again if you read jesus is purposely deceiving you mm-hmm. you're not chosen to n- understand his parables because that's what he said Mm-hmm. To you, I'll speak the truth. But to everybody outside this door, I speak in parables on purpose. <laughs> so again, just yeah, just read it like that. Just see see how it goes. See what you get from that point. Because I also find it funny that people are like, oh well, read it and see what you get out of it. You probably get something different. But I'm like, well, yeah. But thinking about it more, it's like we are supposed to believe in the same God, right? So I shouldn't be getting anything different. Yeah. <laughs> Believing God should be in us. <laughs> yeah. So, but whatever. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, L- LM. LM Archer. LM Archer. Thank you for taking the time out your day to conversate with this old heathen here about religion and not getting mad because I have a, a thought about if anyone's, <laughs> if anyone's interested in reading my book series it's called the take me to church series and the first three are out and the fourth one will be out early next year and it talks about religion a lot so you'll learn something probably awesome awesome until Thanks the next episode oh I appreciate it I, I can't wait to do this again 